0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Happiness Journey with Dr. Dan podcast, where every journey is worth living. My name is Dr. Dan, and I'm your host for today's episode. I'm a cognitive behavior psychotherapist specializing in anger management issues, both court appointed and private, marriage counseling, dissociative disorders, narcissistic personality disorders, depression, anxiety, dream analysis, and also provide life, business, and retirement coaching support. If you need any assistance, Reach out to DMV Counseling and Therapy Services at 301 325 1550. And also, our website is lifecoachdenamzalik.com. Today, I'm very excited to have our podcast on season three, episode number one, a very special guest, Jane Sanders. Just like every of my past episodes, I will leave it up to the guests to properly introduce themselves, as no one can do a better job. Jane, the floor is yours.
1: Thank you, Dr. Dan, and what a list that you help people with. My goodness. Um, Yes, so I am a master scientific hand analyst. Um, It's not palm reading, and maybe we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, It's very deep and comprehensive and profound, and I have three coaching certifications. I'm a purpose, law of attraction, and a spiritual life coach, and those all thread together. I use them together. So I help people, bottom line, love their lives and love their work more.
0: Beautiful. So uh, the million dollar question, what brought you to the hand analysis or were you coached before hand analysis or that brought you to do to do this additional service?
1: So how I found this actually was um, being lost at work. I had three prior careers. Um, I'm from the corporate world. I have an MBA and was always successful, but each career after several years, I would just hit a wall where I knew I was supposed to be doing something else. I wasn't happy. I wasn't fulfilled. And I did work with a career coach. And for me, that didn't work. I read all the books, you know, I did everything I could. Um, And my third career lasted longer and i realized later it was closer to my purpose but i didn't know that at the time but i still hit that wall and um, was so disappointed because i thought i had it nailed um, and started searching for my purpose i knew that's what i was missing really um, and what predicated that was one of those cosmic two you know where both of my parents passed away within three months of each other. And it just was a real wake-up call that I needed to quit farting around and figure out what it was I was meant to do. So that's when I started searching. And I, I literally Googled, how do I find my life purpose? And um, went down a couple of wrong tracks, but eventually ran across a headline for a teleseminar. And it read, discover your innate life purpose. Oh, I couldn't click on that link fast enough. And the first words I saw were hand analysis. And I was so disappointed because I thought palm reading. And I figured that's fun, there's good palm readers, but it's not gonna give me what I need. So I was really disappointed. And then I saw the word scientific. And that one word helped me put aside my anal MBA skepticism. So I listened to the teleseminar, you know, it really made sense. And I really wanted my purpose. So I got a scientific hand analysis done for myself, blew my mind. I mean, it just, it answered so many questions that I didn't even know I had. It it was like, oh, no wonder that worked in my life, but that didn't. No wonder I liked that, but I didn't like that. And I was just so lit up and inspired and even things I hadn't thought about I knew were right everything resonated and I also knew if I took action on the information that I would find my way to my ideal work and that's exactly what happened you know as I took action on we call them student paths but they're kind of like our blind spots Mm -hmm. um you know I just were meeting the right people being the right doors were opened and then I was led to a group coach a, a coaching group that I got involved with. And within a few months, I was like, oh my gosh, if I was so lit up and inspired before I even knew specifically what to do with the information, I want to help people feel like that. So I started studying it and studied it for five straight years. I'm as highly certified as possible. And the master designation is just from the sheer number of hand analysis that I have. Performed and I am on purpose and I love my work.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. So tell me the difference. I mean, I'm sure a lot of listeners here are saying, okay, so what is the difference between palm reading and scientific hand analysis? If you could just, you know, provide us with that uh, key difference.
1: A real key. So palm reading is based on the intuitive level of the reader and it involves predictions. You know, how many marriages, how many kids, when you're going to get married, if you're going to get married, things like that. Um, Scientific hand analysis, the lines in your hands mimic the neural pathways in your brain. The gentleman that created this system, it's a database. And he spent over 40 years and analyzed over 30,000 hands. That's more subjects than any FDA approved drug on the market. Wow. So it's extraordinarily reliable. Neurologists are using it. You know, a neurosurgeon wrote the forward to the book that the founder of the system wrote. A neurosurgeon from Stanford who was using scientific hand analysis with his patients. So, and there's no predictions to it. You know, what's in your hands, it's etched in your hands and there's no future to it. It's past or current and only you will know if it's past or current. I won't know by looking at it.
0: So when you do a hand analysis, what are the key components that you're looking for? I mean, is there, would it tell you that uh, sickness may occur? Would it tell you, okay, so it will will focus primarily on what aspect of that individual?
1: Great question. So it tells you pretty much who you are and why you're here. So it identifies your innate life purpose, how you're meant to make a difference in the world. And it's not a job description. That would be cuckoo. It's (laughs) the... comprehensive pretty specific description of the concept behind your ideal work and everybody has options nobody has just one job that fits their purpose everybody has options also we um, find special talents that somebody has to help them fulfill their purpose and it's important to know those and use them because if you're not using them they kind of give you little nudges that aren't very comfortable And then, um, as I mentioned before, the blind spots, where you need to take action, what will benefit you, no matter how good your life is now, if you take action on that blueprint that's in your hands, it will only get better. And there's a lot of other information too, but basically it's who you are and why you're here. Purpose, there's something called life school, there's your biggest tripping point, all the little ones, very comprehensive, it's like a fire hose.
0: So if you're telling me that uh, you, you, you mentioned earlier that the line in your hand follows the neural, um, neural pathways. pathways. of your brain. So does that mean that if someone doesn't follow his purpose in life, will he not reach happiness?
1: I believe that the only way to the deep and more consistent joy and fulfillment that everybody craves, is by living in alignment with your purpose. I think that's one of the problems in the world is that many people aren't. And and the world is changing, as you know, Dr. Dan, and we're being called. You know, We're being made uncomfortable in a lot of different ways so that we will find and make the difference we're meant to make. I call it that the universe lights a match under our butts and it's kind of uncomfortable and makes us squirmy. And if we take action, great. If we don't, out comes a second match. So it gets more uncomfortable, right? And then if you still don't take action to try to figure out really what you're meant to do, here comes the flamethrower. Wow. (laughs) Well, I waited for the flamethrower, right? You know, I kept, I was like, well, I'll figure it out. I'll just wake up one morning and have an epiphany and figure out what it is I'm meant to do to make the difference that I'm meant to make in my life. But I never figured it out and didn't do that much about it. So my parents dying so close together was my flamethrower that really spurred me to action. So I, I, I implore people, don't wait that long.
0: Wow. So um, when you do an analysis, how long does it usually take to be able to do a thorough understanding of the purpose of someone's existing in life, in this earth?
1: So this, I'm gonna back up a little bit and then get to that. So um, I have clients in 12 countries so I do this using hand prints just in case oh. these people are wondering. I don't do it sitting down face to face. I've used Zoom before most people ever heard of it. And I send a hand print kit. The client takes their prints and mails them back to me. And then I scan them in and we do Zoom call. So okay. the way I do a hand analysis is a full one hour. Um, we could spend twice that, but on little stuff that wouldn't matter. So an hour is plenty for me with my expertise to pull out what you really need to know and what's helpful and interesting. Okay. Um, and then I also do a second hour as part of a full hand analysis. A week or two later to give you time to watch the recording um, because you know there's so much information coming at you and I'll say something and you'll start thinking about how it applies to your life and I'm still talking. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to take it all in. So I give a second hour or two to answer any questions, help you integrate the information, talk about coaching if somebody wants to talk about that, however I can serve in that second hour. So it's a quite a value because it's two full hours with me, recordings of both calls, and a summary report.
0: Wow. And now when you come, I cannot ask the question, what is the level of accuracy? Because- obviously it's not like you're predicting the past or the future or anything of mm-hmm. that sort like palm readers they'll say oh yeah you lost a brother two weeks ago if if the intuition is correct the person is like wow how did you know that so right. that, that's accurate but in your case if you tell them that your purpose in life is to do this they will say i never had any interest in that why would that be my purpose so would they try to kind of not contradict you, but kind of try to test your knowledge in that aspect and say, I've never even thought about doing this. Why would that be my purpose?
1: Well, that may be an issue if the purpose came through as job descriptions. Okay. It doesn't. It's the concept behind the ideal work. Um, Like, so the the main issue with why I wasn't happy in my other careers is I wasn't going deep enough with people and I wasn't helping people in deep ways and using my inner power and leadership so once I started doing that and there's lots of ways to help people you help people in deep ways Mm -hmm. right so there's probably commonality with our purposes yours and mine purpose although there's hundreds of options of purpose so I'm not telling somebody as I look at their hand saying oh you should This says you should be a life coach. No, that would be one of the manifestations of helping people in deep ways. So it just now I've talked to myself out of your question. Uh Nobody, nobody argues with me because it is a concept. It's not a job description and everything so resonates with them. You know, their comments are more like, God, I feel so validated. That is so freaky accurate. It's kind of freaking me out. Okay. um so they trust it and i think that anybody that would and i i suppose maybe a couple have questioned it because they can't see it in themselves
0: that's it, exactly
1: and then they need coaching because i have absolutely no doubt about the accuracy of this work i know it's right so it's it's a matter of finding the right work that. Aligns with that purpose and lights up the person.
0: That's Very interesting that you're saying this, Jim. Because um, I, you know, just like you, I did myself an MBA. I, my my bachelor degree was in finance. Okay, surprisingly, mm-hmm. is completely different than what I'm doing now. Then I did, there is. and um, and then I did my doctorate. But the thing is, is that I never really had a hand analysis to tell me then your purpose in life is to be a therapist and. Yeah. To- how people in a clinical perspective or clinical psychology perspective as to why are they depressed? Why are they anxious? Why is there not any good synergy in their couple, etc.? So, but that because I had an instinct, maybe it was a sixth sense. I don't know exactly how to call it. But for people who are completely new to this hand analysis, Jane, um, the, the, the transition part from them, let's say if they're successful in uh, in business or they're successful or whatever it is, but that's not their calling. Right? How are they willing to be able to change completely their career just to follow? Or w- you said it's not job description, but their purpose in life. It's very yeah. hard from doing something for 20, 30 years and yeah. because they had this hand analysis, they have to completely change it. So how do you transition them to understanding that, What you're doing now is not going to make you happy. You're not fulfilling your purpose in life. Do this.
1: So here's the thing, Dr. Dan, they already know that. They already know they're not happy. That's why they came to me to begin with. They know they're off track, that they feel lost, that something's not working, that they don't feel meaning in their life. So they already know they're not going to get there with what they're doing. Now, some still don't have the courage to change. And, you know, I do what I can. Um, But and some people, you can do volunteer work and fulfill your purpose that way. Um, Some people, and you've probably experienced this too, they hate their work. They do want to go through coaching because they can't really see the options that are alignment with their purpose. And then the changes that they experience through coaching, all of a sudden they love their work. But it's them that they think everybody around them has changed. It's not them. It's, it's not the other people. They're the ones that have changed. So they see things differently and experience things differently. But yeah, they they know they need help and they know they're not happy and they're not content and they're not getting fulfillment.
0: So, so like a, a true awakening for them in terms of, let's like, say you just mentioned that they may not be happy at work, but after coaching, you make them realize, you, you bring them back their passion in their work. So is that possible they you've just been like, like walking like zombies without realizing exactly where they were headed? And then finally, they're trying to find their purpose in their work? Or yeah. what you do? So how do you... I mean, it's, it's kind of like a, a true wake-up call for them, not realizing what they've been doing for so many years. And now suddenly you come along, and after two hours... Boom, the light uh, comes up.
1: <laughs> yeah, two hours. Yeah, to make that kind of change, as you know, takes more time than that. But for most people, it's not a sudden awakening. They, it's a slow burn where they're finding, they keep thinking they're going to get happier or if they do this, it'll make things better. And it's just not. You know, they realize that they need a bigger change. Um, so they're already convinced they know they need change. They just don't know where to go.
0: So how does spiritual coaching aligns with hand analysis?
1: Because it, the, it's, it's a, just a type of life coaching. Um, it all aligns. So because we're 360 creatures, we can't separate anything. I would never just focus on somebody's work life because we're much too complex and work and life are, are much too integrated to try to separate them that way. So, you know, I give people in my coaching um, law of attraction rituals and techniques to put into place immediately. And that changes things very quickly. Um, and it just, it's so threaded and so natural. I don't even think about, okay, this is a life coaching statement. And, and most of the time, as you know, it comes down to self-love. Um,
0: so. um. Now, the the laws of attraction coaching. Now, we all know the majority of people have read the book from Rhonda Byrne, uh, The Secret. They have seen the movie or they have watched the movie and all. Mm -hmm. But do you agree that in the movie The Secret, that they failed to be able to provide two key elements that makes the laws of attraction work, which is action and belief? Now, the thing is, is that thought becomes things, but in two what effort do you have to put in into your thoughts for the action or for the, the things to become your thoughts? So a lot of people say, okay, well, I'm going to sit on my butt. I'm going to watch Netflix. I'm going to wish, I'm going to think about a Lamborghini being in my garage Yeah. and I'm going to go to the garage a few days later. Oops, it's not there. So the laws of attraction are erroneous. They mean nothing. They're not really tangible. So is it because you have to look this in a metaphysical way that um, the laws are only there if you think abundance, but you act and you believe on it.
1: So I think that repetitive affirmations, for example, can change belief. Okay. You know, because we just keep this over and over and over and repetitive and, um, and I never counsel somebody to wish for a specific car. You know, it's what we want. And it's it's really not so much the car that somebody wants, it's how the car is gonna make them feel, right? We don't want green cash in our hand. That means nothing. It's how having cash will make us feel. So I counsel people to go for the feeling and as you feel more and more like that, then you are able to attract the things and situations and people that make you feel that way. Because like attracts
0: like. Okay. So if that is the case, then the, the feeling of having that cash makes them more financially, uh, I would say comfortable or safe. Secure. Yeah that makes them feel happy versus how much zero in the bank account they have after the decimal point. Because again, let's say if you look at the wealth of Elon Musk or Bezos or Zuckerberg or whatever others out there, um, how much money can you really spend? Right. You could have mansions, you could have 100 vehicles in your garage, whatever it is, but you cannot drive them all in one day. So the thing is, is that are people craving safety more than anything else.
1: Yes, see, and so go for the security. Go for how these things will make you feel. And this is gonna sound arrogant, but I challenge any extraordinarily wealthy person to be as happy as I am.
0: Okay. Is it because, uh, I mean, more, I would say wealthy they are, more problems they face?
1: <laughs> I think it depends on the person. You know, we all have issues, we all have challenges. So money is not going to erase those. It it creates different types of challenges. But um, yeah, I don't think that having money makes somebody less happy by any means. It gives them more choice. More choices, for yeah. sure.
0: And more but, choices actually brings more, like you said, options and more chances to be able to find what makes you happy. Because you have a lot of opportunities in front of you and you try them all. One of them will hit the target and the target would be happiness. Right. if we go back to you being super happy, so what makes you happy, Jane?
1: So I have just figured out, first of all, I'm on purpose. And that is the foundation of everything. Because I didn't find my purpose and start living it until my late 50s. So please, people, don't wait that long. So I've got a lot to compare it to, you know, what it feels like to be on purpose versus not. Okay. And I've learned that it's very important for me, and it's also in my hands that I place, and I counsel anybody to do this anyway, place my joy and fulfillment as number one. Meaning that I schedule client appointments in the afternoons. The morning is my time. And my number one thing that I love to do is ride my horse. And I do that almost every day. And I go, whether I ride or not, I go take care of her and groom her and give her treats and kisses on her nose. Um, So I just have learned after burning out several times that I need to take care of myself first. So I have fun and joy every single day. And that's the energy that I bring into my, client appointments so i've already had my fun and joy i'm already lit up and like man do i have a good life i am so lucky and so blessed um am i wealthy no um it depends on who you compare it to i suppose (laughs) right so i'm wealthy in more important ways you know i'm abundant
0: you do practice what you preach
1: yes and my mindset is very abundant
0: yeah Beautiful. So how can anyone or how can our listeners find you to be able to get uh, to know what kind of service you you offer, either the coaching, the hand analysis? So do you have like any social media account uh, that they could reach you at?
1: I do. Um, My website is probably the best place to go, though, which is Purpose Whisperer. There's the horse connection. Um, Purpose Whisperer. And um, I mean, I'm on Facebook and LinkedIn, both under Purpose Whisperer. Um, but they can reach me through my website and um, I would like to make a special offer for your listeners Dr. Dan Um, if anybody is interested in a full hand analysis with the kit two recordings two hours with me this the summary report I would like to offer that for $100 off so I'm about average price for somebody at my level, and there's not many of us as high level as I am. And my average price is 497 for all that time and all that information, and it will change your life. Um, so it would be 397, and you can email me through my website, or I will send you the link that they can you can put in show notes if you do that, whatever you prefer. Um, and hand analysis is always step number one. Then we decide if coaching is a fit and if it's desired and if it's necessary.
0: Beautiful. I'm sure that a lot of people out there, uh, the listeners will definitely take this into consideration because as you said, this is not palm reading. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people are very skeptic about it. Mm -hmm. uh, This is more scientific, as you mentioned. And because the science stands behind it, then definitely will be something more in depth about understanding what is their purpose in this world and how they can actually achieve their own happiness, which is number one. And this is the one reason why I created this podcast. So uh, that is all the time that we actually have for today's episode. Now, I do appreciate you, Jane, for taking the time out of your very busy schedule to join us. Thank you again for participating and inspiring our many listeners with your incredible stories and skill set. Now, we hope that you have all enjoyed today's episode. I'm very excited by the many upcoming guests that we have scheduled for season three of the Happiness Journey podcast filled with inspirational stories, just like the one that you listened to today. Now, here are a few concluding words of wisdom. Your work is going to fill a large part of your life. And the only way to be truly satisfied is to do what you believe is a great work. And the only way to do great work is to love what you do. If you haven't found it yet, keep looking don't settle. As with all matters of the heart, you'll know when you'll find it. My name is Dr. Dan Amzalag, and you may all keep pursuing your amazing journey in life.